Ah, welcome to Movie Magic. We would be honored if you would join us. Five, six, eight. Are you one of those single tier people? All the dogs in King's Landing howled through the night. They cry out for their true queen. I'm Batman. Name's Bond, James Bond. One of them leads to the castle at the center of the labyrinth, and the other one leads to certain death. <gasps> Go ahead. Make my day. He sounds like quite a man. A passenger has died on the train. Who gave the order to kill me? Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. Money FM 89.3. Commence primary ignition. About a month ago, I watched a mini murder mystery series titled Fool Me Once on Netflix. It's filmed in the UK with an all-British cast. The series is based on a book by the same name by American author Harlan Coben. The screenplay was written by British screenplay writer and playwright Danny Bocklehurst, a BAFTA and Royal Television Society Writing Award winner. Now, although it was a British production, the style of filming was very American. Well, it's hard to describe, but I'll try my best. Um, it looked like the panning of the cameras, the, you know, the drone shots, the cinematography all looked very American. Don't get me wrong, America has churned out many great movies. But when I tuned in to the series with an all-British cast, I expected it to feel British in many ways. But it didn't, except for the accent. Let me describe exactly how I felt. It's like holding a glass of ice-cold cola on a very hot day. And when you bring the glass to your lips to drink it, you take a sip and you realize that it's root beer. That's how it drew me off. Plus, there were lots of times I was saying inwardly when I watched the series, um, that wouldn't have happened. Uh, why did she confront this person? Or why did he do this? And why did she do that? And that wouldn't happen either in real life and so on. I was just questioning and questioning, but I didn't say it out loud because I was watching the series with my wife and she would have told me to just keep quiet and watched the series without questioning. But something good I can say about the series is there is a trend now in films about how corrupt big pharmaceutical companies are, and their main purpose is not for the good of mankind, but for the good of just making money. You know, the dirty, crooked way. Which is what Fool Me Once is all about, besides the murders. The main role is played by Michelle Keegan, who's a regular soap opera actress. In the series Coronation Street, and like most soaps, the actors are good-looking with a great body. But that's about it. Other than that, I was questioning every decision made in the series by the filmmakers as there were too many plot holes. I'll give you an example. Uh, ex actually, I'll give you a few examples, and there's going to be spoilers here. Now, in the murder scene, you see Maya placing the gun in her bag. Now, the police were called to the crime scene, and surely they would have checked around to see if there was a murder weapon around, especially her bag. But they didn't. Now, if they did, they would have solved the case in the first episode. There's one scene where there's a nanny cam footage which shows the dead husband back to life. 
Later on in the series, it was revealed that the clothes that the husband wore were kept by the nanny and her partner. Now, <laughs> why would they keep the clothes for this long? Because it was eventually discovered by Maya that it was their intention to fool her. Then there's a car alarm that goes off in Maya's private property. Now, they're not living in a flat or anything like that. They're living in a big house in the outskirts of London. Now, if that happened in real life, because there's no traffic there, okay, one's instinct, well, a natural instinct, is to go out and check what happened. But instead, Maya just turns off the car alarm from inside her house with her fob. Now, there are many more plot holes in the series, but I won't go through all of them. But I was scratching my head quite a bit and saying the acronym of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday quietly in my head. But having said that, I think we'll see more of Michelle Keegan, who was also in the British comedy series Brassic. Maybe next time she would pick a series or a movie with a better script. Because Fool Me Once has too many plot holes in it. It just didn't make sense. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. Kufia is a Hindi spy movie. It is based on a true story and it has all the elements of a spy story double agents, bribery, and so forth. The conflict is between India and Bangladesh. It has great cinematography and the acting was great, although I felt some actors need more acting lessons. <laughs> Uh, well, the plot is well-crafted, and we see a shift from the usual Bollywood films because there's sex. No nudity, but there is sex. And there's some love with the same sex, which in the past is a huge taboo. There's quite a bit of vulgarity in it too, which makes the film more realistic as compared to other Bollywood song and dance movies. It has intelligent writing and good dialogue that it feels real. It's a movie that puts women in the driver's seat, making them the dominant sex, especially the leading lady. And that's another great shift from typical Bollywood movies. The story takes us from Delhi to Dakota. It's a slow burn, but with that said, the pacing is not bad and the twists and turns might just keep you guessing without it being too complicated. The film is based on the spy novel Escape to Nowhere, written by Amar Bhushan, India's ex-spy chief. Yep, he's like the Ian Fleming of India, I would say. And that's another reason why it is quite authentic and realistic. So don't expect unrealistic spy movie formulas like car chases, uh, shootouts, bombs, poker games, favorite bar drinks and fancy gadgets. You know, if you're expecting those, then this is not the spy movie for you. Instead, what you'll see is hidden spy cameras, sabotages, betrayal, corruption, secrets being sold, etc., etc., etc. Just realistic stuff. If you watch this movie expecting the usual Bollywood flair and the usual spy action, then you'll be disappointed. Otherwise, you won't. It's that simple. Coming up, a movie I watched recently that moved me in so many ways, and I'm sure it would do the same for you too. Even the opening theme sets us up to feel very, very good. Money FM 89.3. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. The opening theme of Queen Bees by Walter Murphy sets you up for a great feel-good movie. 
and the end credit song just fills you up with love and hope. Stick around for that. I'll tell you about that song coming up later on. Now, Queen Bees is not a recent movie. It was released in 2021, and I missed it back then. It's a recent ad on Netflix, though. At first, I was hesitant to watch it because uh, I was judging it. I was judging the trailer because it had four older ladies walking in slow motion like some modern action movie. And I don't like these slow motion, you know, walking where, you know, there's bombs going in the background. I just don't like that kind of movies. In this movie, it didn't have the bombs in the background, but it had that slow motion walk. And since there wasn't anything appropriate to watch while having dinner, for example, I won't watch anything bloody and violent or anything to do with nudity or sex while eating. Um, Queen Bees looked safe and I expected it to have some slapstick comedy. But to my surprise, it moved me in many ways. Now, here's my take on the film. First, it was well cast. The actors at the time of filming ranged between 72 and 80-ish years old. The main role is played by Ellen Burstyn who turned 91 years old last December. She was in the original 1973 movie The Exorcist, as well as The Exorcist, The Believer in 2023, playing the same character, Chris McNeil. With a career spanning decades, she has won Academy, Tony, Emmy, BAFTA, and Golden Globe Awards. Now, she has come a long way since her debut as a Broadway performer in 1957, and she has all the trophies to prove it. In the cast as well is 76-year-old Jane Curtin, who auditioned for Saturday Night Live when she was 27 in 1975. That show propelled her to fame and other acting roles. Then there's multiple award winner, the 74-year-old, ever-smiling, Loretta Devine, who does not look her age at all. And as the saying goes, black don't crack. Another multiple award-winning actress is the Swedish-American Anne Margaret. These four are the main ladies in the movie. Supporting their strong characters in the movie is 85-year-old Christopher Lloyd, who's known for his role as the stoned, blur-like Sotong taxi driver in the late 70s series Taxi. And who could forget his role as Doc in the Back to the Future trilogy? Also in this strong cast was the late James Caan, another multi-award winning actor. Now, James Caan is known for many movies, most notably as Sonny Corleone in The Godfather. Yes. Now, he passed away at the age of 82 on June 6, 2022, from a heart attack. James was bent over in this movie, which kind of showed his age. With all these heavyweight award-winning performers, the acting was second to none, and it was a delight to watch. I found no flaws, and everyone acted naturally. Money FM 89.3, Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. We have parents or grandparents at that age, and that was one of the things that resonated with me too. The story was realistic. There were some comedic elements in the movie, and that was done in good taste. So, yes, there was laughter, but what moved me most was how the story told us about people at that age feel and what their needs are. It's an early look in the mirror, as we might be one of them one day, if we live to be that age. 
What also moved me is the love between grandmother and grandson, you know, and then there's uh, disagreements between mother and daughter, the not getting along between strangers, and then later being friends and being there for each other. That was really nice. And then there's the discovery of new love at that age. Now, there were many times in this movie that, you know, kind of made me swallow the lump in my throat. And I had to hold back my tears as I thought of my mother and people of that age. It has a wonderful story. It has great performances. It has a good script. It's realistic. It has good direction. And it is very heartwarming. That's what we need in films these days. Money FM 89.3. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. If you like me that missed this movie when it was first released in 2022, you might want to catch up by watching it on Netflix. Queen Bees, that's the title. Watch it with your loved ones. Now, at the end of the movie, when the credits roll, it has snapshots of real old folks that have fallen in love again. And the song at the end of the movie is so appropriate for weddings. If you're planning to get married this year or know of someone getting married this year, I highly recommend the song that's played at the end of the credits. There's great harmonization and part of the lyrics go like this. The sun shines brighter when you are here. My heart beats louder and time just disappears. Everything is how it should be when you're with me. Ah, Wonderful, isn't it? The song is titled When You're With Me and it's from the band The Afters and it's featured in the movie Queen Bees. This is Movie Magic. I'm Colin. And like bees that work hard behind the scenes to bring you the show on Money FM 89.3 are Jessica, Corey, Raushan and Loretta.